up, East High? Hello, folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 84 of High School Musical 2. Minute 84 starts out with Gabriella singing My Own Way, finishing her line from last minute. And <laughs> where wa- she's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. And walking away from Troy and ends with Troy singing What About Us? Well, to be fair, it ends with Troy singing What About Uh? But and- the <laughs> captions are on, so we'll just say What About Us? So I don't have to say in the next minute. It begins with him saying, <laughs> that's silly. Troy is a snake. In many ways, Troy is a snake. <laughs> wow. Coming after Troy already. Um, so, yeah, we're continuing our Gotta Go My Own Way. Is that the real name of the song? Yeah, Gotta okay. Go My Own Way is the name of the song. And I think I'm coming around on it. Yeah. I guess you told me I would. It's, it's, Vanessa Hudgens gives a really, really good performance. I, like, it's very pop songy. It doesn't quite fit, like, what... When there was me and you, where it was just her singing in a echoey room, this one definitely has. We we get a very obvious background. My own way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's more produced, which is okay. It's a little clunky because you can tell it's like very clearly lip synced, like in the film reel. Mm-hmm. Like when the production is that much higher than the film quality. Mm-hmm. The production on the music and like it just doesn't match and and no one expects it to be perfect. And I don't think it takes away from the song, especially for kids who are used to that kind of thing. Yeah. But in, in a modern day musical, you expect a little better. This is also a TV movie. Yeah. It's also mid 2000s. Yeah. And children. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I still stand by my criticisms from last week of. The messages and themes of the song don't necessarily fit the uh, like the actual character that arc that Gabriella on screen has been having. If you like if you look, if you deep dig and look into it, yes, these are the emotions that she probably would be feeling. But the film hasn't given us enough time with Gabriella to really think, oh, she's got to go her own way. But we don't know what her own way is other than. Out of here. And not with Troy. (laughs) And it's that thing of like, you know, her whole character being defined as Troy's girlfriend. Yeah. Which she she is her own person, as we discussed last minute. So Um, but for this minute, we get the return of lockers in a sad song. (laughs) Okay, so first she when she says got to go my own way, that's when she leaves her sort of like hand holding semi embrace with Troy and walks away. And then we get a shot of their hands separating, a close-up of hands not touching anymore. Well, <laughs> scandalous. Very dramatic. And then it cuts to Gabriella in the locker room. So this is the staff employee area. We've seen her in this before, just not in this corner in particular. But it felt very much reminiscent of... Um, when there was me and you. When there was me and you, of her just like wandering... Empty hallways. Yeah, empty hallways. Yeah. (laughs) And and the first time I watched this minute, I laughed out loud. Just like, oh, we got to go to the locker room. Got to give her something to lean on. Yeah, it's not just leaning, but she's collecting all of her belongings and and making a dramatic entrance. Well, almost all of her belongings. 
you you may not have noticed in this initial pass through, but we're going to have something revealed over the next couple of weeks or next couple of days. And um, something oh, she's leaving something behind. Oh, man. Um, Other well, than Troy. OK, um, so she sings in the locker room. She sings. Don't want to leave it all behind, but I get my hopes up and I watch them fall every time. Another color turns to gray, and it's just too hard to watch it all slowly fade away. So we've got color metaphor in this song, kind of. Yeah, which is, you know, a well-written lyric, but a new metaphor. Like, it's not like the song is using an overarching metaphor like when there was me and you did. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, it's it, still it is corny. what it is. It is it, what it is. It's still cheesy and corny, so it matches Gabriella's limited imagination in coming up with her own lyrics to her own sad songs. I like that her coming up with her own lyrics. Like, she at least thinks in metaphor. Like, it's not just like, I'm sad and I have to leave and it's terrible. Like, she at least is coming up with her impromptu lyrics with some clever... For, for a high schooler, at least. Mm -hmm. Some clever poetry. So she's not just good at math and science. She's <laughs> also a poet. Well, that's art. why she's a freaky geek girl. No one should be good at all those things. Stick to your lane. <laughs> wow. We, you truly did not learn the message from the first movie. Um, we also get a pre-chorus. I'm leaving today because I got to do what's best for me. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah. That, that, she sings that line in particular quite well, I yeah, think. Yeah, she sings all the lines no, quite well. Yeah, no, it, it sounds good. Um, <laughs> and she starts walking with her bag over her shoulder yeah, down so. a, little, a little lane. Honestly, it reminds me of um, that, that in, shot in particular where she's just like kind of walking down a little road with grass on either side. Reminds me of walking at like the value resorts in Disney World like <laughs> late at night when you're like getting off the bus you're and like, you're like, I'm so it's dead. beautiful out. And I'm in like surrounded by flowers and it smells nice, but also like I'm just going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the blocking when she's in the locker room. Like she leans on the corner of the lockers mm -hmm. and then she walks a couple steps forward and leans back against the lockers. Yep. And like kind of looks up at the sky like, you know, when you're singing to no one, you're looking up. And then she reaches in her locker, grabs her one bag that already has all of her stuff in it, doesn't but need to change or anything. It makes sense. She's at the end of the day. She's probably already packed up all her stuff and just need to grab and go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, are you not, like, by the end of the day, you've already got all your stuff accumulated? And No, I, I, I pack up all my stuff at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't, for me, because I, I only I also bring like one bag and I usually just have it all unless I happen to be taking any books home. That's usually the only time I have to like repack my bag. But all my extra clothes and stuff and where she's already changed out of her lifeguard clothes it makes sense that she'd already be. <laughs> OK, so she changed out of her lifeguard clothes. She was like, I'll put them in my bag because so put, I don't forget put, okay. them. And then she was just hanging out at in the kitchen with everyone like, yeah, well, I'm done for the day, but. Yeah, um, help, like, hang out get for a dinner. couple minutes before yeah. I clock out. Yeah. <laughs> and then get dinner. And then the confrontation with Sharpay and Troy happened. Mm -hmm. And okay, that makes sense. 
It's still silly that she just reaches in, grabs one bag for, for the purpose of like, we're shooting a music video. We don't want her to like, the other thing was like, she just, she doesn't have a lock on her locker, which is. None of them do though. Well, no, there's a couple on the top row. The bottom row doesn't. But it would be funny if in the middle of well, the song the she was. Well, the employees are the lower lockers <laughs> and you're like, well, you're not permitted a lock. <laughs> Why? Well, that's, no, everyone, they, they can say bring your own lock and then none of the teenagers bothered to bring a lock. That could be what it is. Yeah. Um, it'd be funny if in the middle of the song she was 26, 34, 16, open the door. <laughs> uh, that was not a planned rhyme. Just worked out that way. Nice. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you. I don't I, the, the having no locks because it's like a staff area. They don't I, care. I just They're wanted it in the middle of the song for her to open a locker because that that would be we've, amusing. We've seen her open a lock before. At the beginning of this movie, we saw her. Do oh, it. so we know that Gabriella is capable. Yes, it's not like I, it's like Chad. Do you think Gabriella quick locks where she does like two of the three numbers and then just like Leaves has to go to the third the number? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she's an all three at once kind of person. Yeah, gotta keep it safe. Yeah. So <laughs> now she, she's walking outside. Yeah, now she's walking outside and she's doing the course again. And it, it's she's feeling a lot of things and you can see it in her face, which is kind of nice. Like her actions and facial expressions are matching the mood she would be feeling. Yeah, it, it does look appropriate. It's not like she is over the top pop songing it. Kind of, I I. We keep comparing it to when there was me and you, which did the that one had more of a music video feel as opposed to a plot song, which this is. And she's just like, yeah, she's just leaving, leaving the the country club. She's grabbed her stuff. She's walking down the path. She's leaving. So it does match that for this being a plot song yeah. where when there was me and you. Wasn't. This one is a pretty good balance of like big emotional ballad you get you're basically two minutes of it and then right at the end you get troy coming in and you have the confrontation taking place in the form of song presumably i don't know we haven't gotten there yet the song could just end with what about us and that's it i gotta I go my know. own way and then she walks <laughs> that'd be funny actually <laughs> yeah but troy rounds the corner like Clearly, he was listening for her or something and yeah. trying to figure out which way she was going to be leaving. Well, it's not like a great shot, but it's, you know, half interesting enough where Gabriella is walking left to right. The camera is following her, but eventually she walks right out of frame. The camera pans back left over to the corner where Troy comes around. For one thing, it's just like, you know, for it being a sort of a sort of music video style song. You know, the shot where she's in the locker room, it's all one shot. Mm -hmm. This shot of her walking down the path, it's all one shot. You can tell Vanessa has had her practice of shooting music videos in the past year because... It's much more natural. Yeah, it's much more natural. You don't have to cut around like like they would have done more in, when there was me and you. But even then, when you're outside, like the um, non-synchronization of the vocal track to the... Um, visuals is a little bit more obvious when you're in like a wider shot and you're like, Oh, we're getting this like very well produced like sound. And we're like, just like outside. There's like a, there's like a little stream flowing in the background that you can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with that for this because no, yeah. it's, it's appropriate for the song. Yeah. It, it's not, the surrounding doesn't have anything to do with it. 
Yeah, she's walking around. She's looking down. Mm-hmm. She's 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 in her own world. So she very much, as much as this is a plot song, it could be a plot song in her head, kind of fit. Like she's <laughs> she's taken out. She, she's, she's imagining Troy running up. Well, to... No, she's the country club isn't there for her anymore. She's removed herself from that location already, and she's just. I got to do this. I'm going to keep doing this. This is what I need to do right now and like focus on. Yeah, it would be interesting if you were like in a little bit more of a close up on her face or just like her body. And just like you were seeing her look down and then she keeps looking down and then you get to the end of the shot and she turns around and she's out of the country club. And like that kind of emotional experience where like. You're walking tunnel somewhere vision. and you don't, yeah, tunnel vision. You don't even feel the process of going. You just only realize when you reach the destination. Yeah. Is how she, did she drive home herself? Is someone picking her up? Do I have to drive her home? We'll have to find out. <laughs> it's always fun when you barge out and then you're like, wait a second. I need a ride. Yeah. And she can't call an Uber either. Nope. It's 2007. <laughs> so... Yeah, we we get more of this, obviously. So there's not a whole lot to say for this minute in addition. So I have one more. Okay, I, I think we didn't talk about like when she's about to leave the locker room, she sort of faces camera. Mm-hmm. And then like, so when she says, you'll be OK, she's kind of looking directly at the camera for Ooh. it. Or or in the very least, she's doing the the silence of the lambs like looking just past the camera so it looks like mm. you're looking at the camera, but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, She's singing to the person uh, watching at home, being like, you'll be okay. <laughs> I have to leave. Yeah, and then she walks through the camera out the door. Yeah. Literally, Vanessa Hudgens was a ghost. She walks through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see her her uh, dematerialize and... <laughs> And just just go right. Beware of hitchhiking ghost teenagers. <laughs> How fun would that be if they just every so often just like threw a different hitchhiking ghost in the haunted mansion? Like it just like it's like see they're different. It's not just Phineas, Gus, and Ezra. Wow, because I know Condra their names. knows the names of the hitchhiking ghosts from the haunted mansion ride in Disney World, the Disneyland. Correct. Well, with that, let's talk about our decom of the week. So this week I've got just a regular decom of the week segment where okay. I'm going to tell you the name of a decom and give you the bare bones information and you're going to have to guess the plot. Oh boy. Condor, you ever see the 2021 decom Spin? No. Okay, we got we're talking Spin, directed by Manjari Makajani, written by Carly Steiner and Josh Kagan, starring Avantika Vandanapu, Mira Sial. Abe Diol, Ariana Simadri, a whole list of names. Cool. <laughs> so, Music by Marius de Vries. Okay, cool. Great. Because <laughs> I was like, ooh, once you started reading those names, I'm like, is this like a dancing one? And I'm getting dancing vibes from the names and the fact that there's a music involved. Okay. So. Spin. Spin. I bet, because it's also 2021, there's, like, it's traditional dancing of some sort. Like, cultural dancing. I'm not sure on the name specifically whether those are more Middle Eastern, Indian, like, which which region of the world they are. Can you get 
It's, I, it's Indian. It's Indian. Okay. I just didn't want to be like, it's Pakistani or whatever yeah. and be like totally wrong there. <laughs> um, so a, so it's first gen young girl who's living. I actually don't know based on the names that that was the one. Girl, yeah. It is a girl. Okay. I was like, I thought I heard that right. Um, young girl who's living with her parents who are immigrants from India into the United States. And maybe her grandparent, a grandparent is there living with them. So it's three generations in the household. She's adjusting to school and getting teased for having an accent and maybe bringing weird, quote unquote, weird food to lunch and trying to prove she's like a teenager. So she's like probably like 13 or 14, like late middle, early high school and getting still teased despite having grown up with these people and like they won't accept her. And so she has like she hides that she does certain like traditional Indian things, including like dancing. And there comes an opera. She she gets one teacher that's really inspiring (laughs) um, who encourages her to explore her heritage where she's very resistant to doing that, even though her parents are very like, you need to know this. This is part of you kind of thing like. And that's part of her resistance is her parents' overbearingness to learn the things. So her teacher encourages her, like, oh, we're going to be having this, like, cultural heritage day. Like, <laughs> one of those pageantry kind of things where people, like, give yeah. representations of of their families. And it's like, oh, we would really love it if you could perform, like, a song. So she goes back and forth of whether or not she wants to do it. The bullies are, like, extra hard on her. Um, but she's got this, like, good group of... She's got, like, a couple friends that aren't immigrants and, like, not not first generation. So it's that, like, you guys are so lucky you don't have to do this. And they're like, but it's so cool that you do it. That, like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I feel like I've, like, mom's watched a show like this before, so I might just be, like, ripping off of something else right now. Um, I mean, it's the whole point of the game is like, is it going to be extremely basic and down the middle of the road or is like, what's the like, what's the weird twist that they tried this time around? Yeah. Um, And so we see like intercut throughout or her dance performance, like her practicing and the the big right before the the big day, her costume gets damaged like she's she's she brought it to school to show her teacher because she's getting excited for it yeah yeah, she's getting excited for it um but the bully sees her and like takes a piece of her thing that she made like she chose for herself to represent herself and to be somewhat american but also distance her like to be more american than indian um so she would still distance herself a little and she's very hurt by by the bully and maybe the teacher is also of Indian heritage and gives her a more traditional piece to, to substitute and it's her parents come to see it and they're like wait a second what is this like they get excited that she's embraced it more and um, she does the performance and everyone's all wowed by it and the bully's <laughs> like wow, I really didn't realize what this all was about. Like, kind of, like, that very lame bully reformation. <laughs> it's like, you didn't do anything here. <laughs> um, and, and she's proud of herself, and her friends all go out for ice cream afterwards. Wow. 
Um, yeah, lower stakes. <laughs> it's really just like a simple school story. Like, yeah, <laughs> student has to Do come to terms with their own thing. About. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Condra, you had the setup of, of this almost perfect. But there's a couple caveats, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. not perfect. Mm-hmm. One spin you will find is not about dancing. This movie is about DJing. What? <laughs> Amazing. So uh, it's a young girl DJ? Yes. I'm in love. Okay. So we have Indian American teenager Rhea Kumar. She lives with her family. Um, her family runs an Indian food restaurant. Oh. So um, they don't want her doing the music because she has to help with the, the so, restaurant. <laughs> yes. So her dad and grandmother are around. Her mom's not around. She's dead. Oh, okay. So, you know, that. Three generations. Yeah. But you have. Nailed it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know their immigration status, but yes, yeah. you, you nailed that part perfectly, actually. <laughs> and they go to the restaurant. So her grandmother performs songs every Sunday in the restaurant, but they're traditional songs. Mm-hmm. But Rhea is interested in DJing. So what happens is she goes to school. She has everything going on. There's another boy at school, Max, who is like kind of a DJ. And there's like a weird party that that they end up like saying, hey, you should get Max to DJ. And then Max does DJ. And in return, he offers to like help Rio with something. And she says, oh, you could teach me how to DJ. And then they start collabing. Ooh. But the second act twist Right. Everything goes downhill when she sneaks out of working at the restaurant to go to like the DJ competition and Max steals the song that she basically wrote. Oh, and when no. they were when they, when they were working together. Mm-hmm. And, and so wins. and he like wins. And so now she's got to like go back to her roots, go back and like reform everything. Mm hmm. Matt, there's another competition where Max is still using the cheated songs. It's kind of like um, the... Bring it on? No, it's kind of like the powder movie that we just talked. The, the snowboarding movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yep. Thunder Wave or whatever. Like, yeah. it was the name of the trick. Oh, yeah. Air. Yeah, yeah. It was Air. like... Yeah, the eight, eight something. Oh. Folks, we do so many of these. Cloud nine. Cloud nine. There we go. <laughs> Eight something. Eight something. I knew there was a number involved. So what she does, what what Rhea does is like get recordings of her mom singing. Oh. And like her, her late yeah. mother yeah. singing. Yeah. And That's incorporates sweet. it into her DJing in like this cool way. And I'm assuming you got this like sort of like. Indian style semitones that's like not yeah. part of like Western music canon mm-hmm. that's being incorporated into the DJing. That's cool. And she beats like blows away the competition. Her dad sees it and is moved by like the incorporation of old and new. Mm-hmm. And then Sundays at the restaurant become music night, but not the old grandmother singing the old song, but the daughter Damn. singing the like d- DJing the-, the new songs. And it's like a cultural culmination. That's cute. That sounds really sweet. Yeah. And I don't, the, the film received positive reviews, especially for its performances. That's on Disney Plus. I know I've seen, it's been advertised for me before. <laughs> Once you started describing it, I was like, I think I've seen that on Disney Plus. The tagline is, music is everything. <laughs> I think it's wow. interesting that we got a DJ movie this late in the game for, dis, for, well, for DCOMs. I mean, it's 2001, DJing before. 2021. Uh, that's what, yeah, sorry. 2021. I think DJing 
was so specific before. But the idea of, like, a turntable and, like, spinning a record, like, that feels, like, very, like, the original form of DJing. Now it's very different. If a premiere premiere channel came out in the 80s, we would have had a DJing film earlier. (laughs) But I just think the 90s, like, DJing just wasn't... And then early 2000s, it was more like the school drama kind of. It makes sense, like, especially (laughs) with what Disney and the Disney Channel are trying to do now in terms of storytelling to, quote unquote, diversify their stories. Yeah, it's it's the perfect niche of like, okay, we have like this specific talent, but it's not a sport because they've done almost every sport. But it's not like guitar or trumpet because that's like. Hard Name? to like, yeah, it's weird to build a movie around one of those, or like they've done like rock star and pop star before, yeah. But DJ is like, okay, yeah, we can work a DJ thing, and then they, you know, it's a good thing that they're doing an Indian American story, yeah. And so they're like, yeah, so we we have this niche that we're doing and this cultural like, identity, cultural identity, and we combine that. That's what that's their that's yeah. their formula now, yeah, <laughs> definitely. They have you seen any of their like longer short films that they they put out last year? Um, no, there was one like about a little boy who wanted to be a ballerina. No. And there, there's one that's uh, another. It's like an, a first generation immigrant who wants to be the mater D at their his fancy elite school and is pushed back. It, they, they, they've been yeah. doing this a lot in a lot of forms, even like the short Pixar films. Yeah. The, and the thing the thing that we're complaining about, just to be clear, is that Disney does everything in a very formulaic, a, formulaic and be like it's all a product. Like mm-hmm. it's not sometimes, as much as the artists are doing it out of their own hearts and like doing it because that's <laughs> the, the experiences they had. Yeah. Disney is still funding it because they're like, oh, this will the, look good for us. Yes. Everything for Disney is about the the appearance of the company. Yes. So yeah, that was Spin and Minute like Eighty Four. Yeah. Uh, I I'd be curious to see the final song, like just to look up kind of how with like Pitch Perfect, you just kind of want to see the final performance. <laughs> yeah, the final song. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Well, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what your favorite song is. <laughs> What's your favorite song? Any, anything. You can tweet it at us, too. Uh, special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time. You can bet on it.